It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. The Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast is sponsored in part by Holy Grail Clothing Company, an American lifestyle brand presented by the Regal Brand Incorporated. Discover high-quality handcrafted essentials from their collections for men, women, and children. Podcast subscribers can take 15% off their entire purchase with discount code HEARDTHAT15. That's H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5 when they shop the virtual retail store at HolyGrailClothingCompany.com. That's HolyGrailClothingCO.com. Holy Grail Clothing Company, wear your crown. I absolutely love doing volunteer service. I have met the most amazing people and some extraordinary kids as well. The cool thing that kids will always ask for when I am volunteering is books, if we have books available for them to take home because their passion and love for reading. There's an amazing author out there by the name of Trevor Romain who has such cool books for kids that are fun and awesome with simple stories that kids can relate to and parents as well. The Trevor Romain Company has a diverse collection of social and emotional learning resources to help children and their families become healthier, happier, and more confident. All heard that, listeners. If you go on trevorromain.com today, you get an exclusive 15% off your complete order by using the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5, at trevorromain.com. Trevor Romain, no E at the end of Romain, com today. What's up, Heard That Nation, listening in the United States and around the world. It's your girl, Marisa, back in the building. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Um, I got a lot. I got a lot to say. I got a lot that has happened. I was out for a while. I was visiting my family. Uh, shout out to my amazing family and shout out to my hometown of Lansing, Michigan. The weather was actually better there than it was here in Dallas, which is unusual for a state that has all four seasons where Texas is just either hot, hotter, or hottest. This continued to rain here in Dallas. It rained towards the end of my trip when I was in Michigan, but um, I had such a good time seeing my best friends. I saw my, uh, my parents, my brother and sister. Shout out to my brother. He was on my podcast, Jay Chase. He uh, housed me up and appreciate it. Shout out to my sister, my beautiful niece, 
that's growing so fast. Can't believe it. She's already nine months. So, and just shout out to my amazing best friends, Kafara, Dominique, and Alvina for their kindness, their friendship, their love. It's always good to have great people that support you, that love you, that will tell you straight up and they don't sugarcoat, you know, things that you're doing right and things that you should stay away from. So it's great to have those kind of people in your corner for sure. So uh, I got to say, yes, while I was uh, on vacation, I got a lot of messages, DMs, that sort of thing of all the things that was happening in the entertainment world and the sports world. Uh, so we'll dive right into it. But the first thing I want to talk about, I was going to talk a little bit about the NBA, which I will in a moment. But I want to dive into something that is very important and it's going to be ongoing uh, yesterday or by the time this podcast drops um, live from the French Open. Number two in the world, Naomi Osaka had dropped out of the French Open. She had cited uh, her concerns about that she has been going through uh, mental health issues, was uh, dealing with bouts of depression since um, the last Grand Slam, which I believe she won the U.S. Open in 2018. And uh, just dealing with, well, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. She did not want to going into the French Open. Uh, of course, it's requirement in all sports, you know, meeting with the press, um, post, post-press conference and pre-press, answering questions and that sort of thing. So she had made a statement that she was not going to do that due to, uh, you know, dealing with her issues, anxiety and that sort of thing. And it got translated the wrong way that you know, she is, was taking the refusal of not wanting to meet with the press, period. Um, it, it, I mean, that, that, is, that was the case, but it was for the reasons that she did cite, you know, dealing with anxiety and, and that sort of thing. And what I applaud her for, and this is something that has been, if you've been listening to my show, following on YouTube as well, subscribe to my YouTube channel, please, and thank you. I had mentioned that since the second episode that I had dropped, that I went in and started talking about, we, was, we were still in the, the rise of the pandemic. And it was there that I received a lot of feedback from listeners and a lot of feedback from people that just found out I was on this podcast journey in August of 2020. And they had stated that they were going through uh, bouts of depression and anxiety and anger and uncertainty and just needed that outlet to talk to. And I, and I had vowed that I would be that podcast, to be that outlet that I would have people, you know, message me. I would check on them. I mean, I connected with Dr. Tyra Gardner, who I've had also on the show uh, to, you know, check in from her time to time. Because sometimes, you know, <laughs> it, it, it gets hard out here. You know, I'm a believer. I believe in God. And, you know, I pray but there's sometimes where it just, you know, those, those days that those clouds just try to, you know, overtake you and that sort of thing. So she, I, I, I applaud her for being so honest and so transparent with what was going on. And so she had released a statement the day that she did drop out. She said, hey, everyone, this isn't a situation I ever imagined or intended when I posted a few days ago. I think now's the best thing for the tournament, the other players, and my well-being is that I withdraw so that everyone can get back to focusing on tennis going on in Paris. Uh, she went on to say she didn't want to be a distraction, and then that's when she revealed also that since 2018, 
and this is her saying this, that I have had a really hard time coping with the depression and uh, suffer, suffered long bouts of depression since 2018, the US Open. Anyone knows me knows that I am an intro, I am introverted and anyone that has seen me at the tournaments will notice that I am often wearing headphones as that helps dull my social anxiety. And if you've, you've seen Naomi Osaka, when she does uh, press conferences and everything, she's very soft smoke, very soft spoken uh, when she, you know, wins her, her match. She's very soft-spoken. Uh, even when she was on Ellen, if you saw Ellen, uh, I don't think, believe it was a year, year and a half ago, um, it, it, she's, a, she's a very soft-spoken person, completely different when she gets on the court. You know, she, she's an excellent player, uh, be, has beaten several times my favorite player, Serena Williams. And, you know, to her to come into the arena and admit that this, she's been going through that, Ladies and gentlemen, we got to realize that people that are famous, the people that are well-known, they also go through it too. And this going into, and I spoke about it on the last show, the me that they can't see, uh, it's a special that is on Apple Plus, uh, which I highly recommend, uh, executive produced by uh, Prince Harry, the Duke of Sussex, and Oprah Winfrey. It is a five-part series and I tell you what, and I'll get back to Naomi in a second, that was an incredible, incredible series to where you got to have tissues on standby if you're going to watch this. It was hard for me to watch all fives because I had to pause after the first three because of such the heaviness of the stories and what people were going through. People that were well-known, like Lady Gaga and, um, like I said, Prince Harry and Oprah, Glenn Close is on there, as well as people that are, you know, there was a U.S. boxer that was on there, a person that did restaurants. Uh, Their stories were just so heavy in what they've gone through. And at the end of the day, the beginning of the day, in the middle of the day, every day we're human. We are the human race. And to hear what they were going through of, of... different mental anguish, whether it be something traumatic and like Prince Harry for him, you know, the sudden uh, death of his mother in a horrific car accident. And I remember that being blasted in every newspaper, magazine, everywhere. It was just absolutely everywhere um, to, you know, Oprah talking candidly about her traumatic childhood growing up and being uh, raped by a family. I believe she said an uncle and so forth. And just story after story of how many of these people have gone through uh, trauma and just suppressed it and how they dealt with it. Um, And for going back to Naomi Osaka, dealing with that depression and that anxiety, even though you see her on the forefront of the tennis magazines and number two in the world and winning her fourth major just recently uh, and, you know, launching a... um, I believe she has now a swimsuit line and on and on in just these business endeavors. She's human. She's human. So um, she's withdrawn from the tournament. It has drawn some criticism by the media that she did that just because she didn't want to talk to the press and that this should be a thing with uh, athletes having the option not to talk to the press and, and so forth. And you can see both sides of it. I mean, me being a fan, I'm a fan of hers, a fan of different sports and everything. That's what the platform of this show is. I, I'm a person where I want to, you know, how that particular player, that particular athlete, that particular team is doing. 
uh, you know, injuries and that sort of thing, how they're feeling, how, you know, they made the game happen, how they, you know, what happened when they lost that game, lost that tournament, lost the championship, that sort of thing. I'm that type of fan. I want to know, as well as other fans uh, of different sports and, and, and different teams, how they are doing. But when it comes down to a person and how they're feeling, their mental state, their mental capacity. And the thing that really drove me crazy was when people would comment about, well, she's got so much money, she needs to stop making an excuse for herself about uh, stepping away from tennis and everything else. Money, ladies and gentlemen, can get you so many things, but money cannot bring you that peace of mind that you're looking for if you're going through that anxiety and that depression and that uncertain state, state of, of, you know, you go through that roller coaster of the emotions. It, you can have all the money in the world. I mean, hey, I would love a million dollars right now. I, I would love to, you know, have a peace of mind where I, everything is paid off. But however, if I'm not feeling that peace, if I'm not feeling that calmness, if I'm not feeling that joy, because people that know me know I'm a joyful person and I, you know, I'm happy and I'll walk into a party, I'm loud and all that. But the cool thing about my friends and, and the ones that I gave a shout out to is that they know immediately if something is up. They, they, they'll, they'll know immediately. They'll call me, they'll text me, say, hey, you know, I haven't heard from you or hey, just noticed, you know, uh, you know, what's going on? What's up? The last time I saw you, you look like you had something on your mind. Let's talk about it. What's going on? You know, and so that is important. And I, and I hope that she does seek the help that she needs. And here's the thing. Rankings are not, it shouldn't even matter. It shouldn't even matter. And people were upset about that too. Well, what about your ranking? What about your titles? What about this? doesn't matter. She's human. She's going through a, a situation right now. So that's what she stepped away from tends to handle her mental state. And I applaud her and I, you know, and, Hope one day she listens to the show, but I applaud her for what she's doing. Um, there is a, a really good friend uh, that I met through social media, Chris Castellani, and I hope I said his name right, that uh, is absolutely amazing with Tiger's info and baseball. He just got hired uh, through Barstool Sports because he's just amazing, and I hope you follow him on Twitter, uh, Chris Castellani. And he stepped away from... Twitter for a very, very long time to get his mental capacity together. And the people that rallied around him was absolutely amazing. He talked about that on, on his videos that he posts and he's on YouTube as well. And I, I, I just saw the world of difference when you step away and you re recollect and you refocus and reconnect and do what you have to do to get your mental back in that state. I applaud people that do that. And that, that's why I applaud her. So I really hope that she does find the, the, the help that she needs. I really hope that she takes her time with getting back to where she needs to, to be back to and then gets back to going there and going back to coming back to tennis. If it is where she is done, done, then that's her decision. The end of the day, it's about her taking care of her. And that's what we have to respect. Whether you're a super fan of hers, the media folk, anybody, we have to, she has to make sure we take care of her, her, her mental being because God forbid, God forbid we see in the paper of an unfortunate situation, which we've seen a lot of them in 2020 where people turn to the alternative, which is they take their own life. So for her to address it, for her to talk about it, 
Um, I applaud her for that. I pray that she gets the, the help and the advice that she needs uh, to move forward. So be well, Naomi, Osaka, and uh, we hope to see you on a tennis court very soon or whatever your future endeavors are. But this should be a message to everyone that is going through a situation in their life. Mental, well, mental health is very, very, very important. It is uh, a thing where people need to make sure that they connect with the right people. Tell someone if you're going through something, do not keep that uh, inside and you know, just, just heal from all of that and, and make sure that you communicate uh, with someone. So during the, the time that I was in, in Michigan, I did, did catch some NBA games and my DMs and my messages were blowing up. And no, my Pistons are not in it, and hopefully we'll get a good draft pick. It is June now, so who knows what's going to happen. Um, but anyways, back to the teams that are in it. We saw Miami getting swept. I mean, they went from the finals last year to being out first round this year. Uh, it's, it, it's crazy that, I mean, the Bucks are, are good. They finally got it together where they're just not, you know, it's not just Giannis. It is the, 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 the support around him, Brooke, Brooke Lopez, uh, Chris Middleton, uh, the other, the other t- members that are coming off of that bench. I mean, they looked absolutely unstoppable uh, to see how far they're going to make it in the tournament. I, I think they're going to possibly make it to the finals, in my opinion. Uh, but Miami, they don't have a pick in the first round, which is in this upcoming draft, which is very concerning because Jimmy Butler, it, I... As, as amazing as he is, I just, I mean, if you compare last year to this year and how involved he was, I mean, I didn't see a, a leader on that team. I mean, if you watch them play, and I saw many Miami Heat fans were very frustrated about the, their, which, which team are they looking at? I mean, Duncan Robinson was amazing last year, and he was basically ghost. Tyler Hero's uh, percentage of shot selection went straight uh, down the hole. I mean, I believe it was 39% during the, um, the playoffs. I mean, it was, it was absolutely terrible. Uh, so hopefully they get some key pieces in there. Now, the rumors being that Kawhi, you know, once he's done with the Clippers, could he possibly be making them move to South Beach? Do they need them to come to South Beach? I mean, to be continued, we should see about that. Um, it, it's, you know, the Celtics, uh, my, I got a good friend, Jaron, who is just, you know, a diehard Celtics fan. And so I don't know. I don't, I don't see them making it out against the Brooklyn Nets. They're way too good. I mean, Steve Nash, applause to him. I mean, yes, he may have inherited a super team. I don't know if that's what you want to call it, but the Brooklyn Nets are looking good. They're going to, you know, take care of the Celtics, Jason Tatum, that other night with a 50 burger, very impressive with that. I just don't see, and, and Kemba, and Kemba right now is hurt. So, you know, it could, is he going to play in, in the game? I believe it's game five coming up soon. So I just think that the Nets are going to be done with them. Um, the Lakers and Suns, Suns are playing the Lakers. I believe game five is tonight. AD's uh, injury is questionable. So, LeBron's doing everything he can to will this team up, but Caruso isn't shooting great. Um, and, and <laughs> I mean, Andre Drummond uh, used to be my guy on the Pistons. I mean, he's, you know, hot and cold at times. Uh, but LeBron, it's just basically LeBron just willing this team on his, ba- on his back. You know, the fourth quarter is usually where all the fireworks happen. So 
we should see, you know, if a seven seed, and that's why I don't pay attention to seeds because so far to me, any one of these teams can win the championship. I don't have a clear cut favorite uh, to win the title. The ones that are in it, that are, you know, that obviously are going to be going forward, the Nets, um, the, the Bucks are already, they're sitting comfortably waiting for their next opponent. Um, I mean, the good, you got the Nuggets, you got the Jazz, you got any one of those teams that you still see in the tournament that is just close, you know, they're knotted up at 2-2, or you got someone that's 3-1, I believe uh, Utah's up 3-1, they're going to eliminate uh, the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies is a young, amazing, exciting team, John Morant. Uh, leading that Dylan Brooks. Uh, if you can stay out of foul trouble, that'd be great. Uh, but like the hashtag says, take note, this team and Quinn Snyder up there being for coach of the year and well-deservedly so, this is a team that's going to be absolutely amazing, which they're going to move further out of being eliminated in the first round. And you're going to see a lot coming out of the, uh, of, of the, the Grizzlies. And I'm sorry, I said Quinn Snyder, that was for the Jazz. Uh, they're going to be moving on. But for this young Grizzlies team, they're going to be absolutely amazing. And you're going to see them coming out more past the first round, possibly uh, to, you know, the finals. We should see what there's going on with them. Uh, the Hawks, nobody's talking a lot about them until they are now they're playing the Knicks. And, of course, the, the, the Garden is not a fan of Trey. And we're going to get into a little situation, too, about uh, fans in a moment after – fans are just just absolutely unbelievable and then you know i'm here in in dallas and i gotta you know rep my dallas mavericks uh letting the clips come back and win two back-to-back games i mean porzingis can you be present uh you gotta uh, hopefully he can be fully there but i mean luca dealing with next strain uh luca is a bad man that is one bad player he is absolutely phenomenal so um it's going to I think it's going to go all seven with this series. Um, I, I think the Hawks will take care of the Knicks. Uh, like I said, the Utah Jazz will be going on, moving on. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's anybody's series. It's anybody's championship at this point, in my opinion, of those that look like they're going to be uh, the, the teams that I said they're going to be moving on. Um, again, I don't have a clear cut favorite. None of these teams would surprise me if they make it to the NBA Finals. Even the Lakers sitting at a seven seed would not surprise me making it to the Finals just because it's LeBron. Just got to, you know, hope that uh, AD stays healthy. Um, and, you know, the Sixers the other night, uh, Joel Embiid, the Washington Wizards looked like they were going to be done. The Sixers looked like they was going to bust out a fresh pack of brooms. And then Joel Embiid, unfortunately, went down in the first quarter with uh, a knee injury. Hopefully he'll be back. But they need him. Because Dwight Howard is not Joel and be 35, almost 36 years old. I mean, athletic, but just doesn't have that dominant presence under the net like Joel Embiid. Doesn't have that amazing shot selection like Joel Embiid. So they are, I mean, hopefully they get him back because that would be slightly embarrassing. Yet you're up three love. And then Russell and the crew find a way to win four straight games and take the series from you. I don't see that happening. But it's the NBA playoffs. Who wants it more? Who wants it badly? Who wants to move on? We shall see. As a fan, I'm excited and look forward to going to games this summer. I, I, sports, sports was shut down from us in 2020. Slowly started to open up capacity, 25% capacity 
and the mask and people complaining about mask mandates and all this other stuff. But to see live sports back on and it started to build from there, that was everything. And as sports fans, and I talked to many of them. I even talked to the ones that are well-known in the sports uh, arena that are famous, that did play a sport, and they were athletes. They were excited about it. But the thing that gets me with these arenas and these stadiums that are opening and they're opening the full capacity and, you know, some of them require masks, some of them do not. I mean, you're vaccinated, you know, you can go in, that sort of thing, you know, because the CDC is saying you can go in, you know, outdoors and be around people without a mask. You know, you choose whatever event, you know, avenue you want to go down with, with mask or no, is how a person takes their hard-earned money to purchase a ticket and decides to do some ultimate foolishness and (laughs) disturb a game. And we've seen it many times. This is the most I've ever seen an ex-fan, and that's what I'm going to be calling them. They're not really fans. A fan wouldn't go and do some of the disruptive things that we have seen happen in the past week. And I don't know if it's because they're triggered from not being part of a sports venue for over a year. I don't know if they think that they're going to get, you know, TikTok famous or Instagram famous for being a foolish fool doing the things that they did. I don't know if they're just, you know, borderline suspect racism and, it just blows my mind the the it blows my mind that where the fan is sitting at okay i'll give you an example the one that was sitting right near 50 cent and his guests and trey young was getting ready to receive a ball and and i believe that it was, yeah the hawks had the ball and you can see the fan spit at trey young you got courtside seats and you're in his fandom and at the garden, it's loud. It's, it's, they are passionate about their Knicks. You know, the Knicks finally making it to the postseason. I get all that. You want your team to win. You will your team to win. But there is a way to do it. And then there's a way that you are carrying it way too far. And the gentleman, I believe there's one or two of them, this spit, you spit at Trey Young. You spit at someone, period. That is just absolutely disrespectful to the utmost, whether they're an athlete or not, someone you being spit upon. So they got rid of that fan. That fan is banned. And then you had uh, someone, um, a Celtics fan, because everybody knows that is uh, part of, you know, basketball. It, Kyrie Irving used to play for the Celtics. That relationship did not end well. So Kyrie now plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets are up and possibly going to take the series, and they will. It's something about Kyrie stepping on the Celtic logo and was disrespectful. So some of the Celtic fans, and hearing the backstory about playing at the Garden, um, and, and I, and you know, I talked to again some well-known folks that are, you know, have been at the Garden that received some kind of racial um, treatment and how they are and how free they are using the language. I don't, I don't know that is their, their, their opinion and everything else, but it's been said so many times in so many stories and so many often cases that it's really hard to play at the Garden because there has been some racial undertones there with fans. 
And some fan decided that because Kyrie Irving stepped on the logo disrespectfully, that it was in his right as a fan to throw a water bottle towards him. Now, mind you, Kyrie's walking out. They just won the game. And all of a sudden, you see this big-sized water bottle. It's not the small water bottle. It's a big-sized water bottle almost clipped him in the head. It could have landed in his eye, could have landed in the nose, could have went upside his dome. That would have been another injury. And so I applaud the Celtics fans that were around this fool that they said that they they pointed to the guy and the guy was in handcuffs and they escorted him out. um, And now he's banned from going back to any any game there uh, at, at anywhere. He should be banned from going to any doggone game anywhere, whether it be baseball, football, basketball, um, curling, I don't even care, hockey. He suffer all consequences all across the board. You shouldn't be let in nowhere. You can't even go to a little league game, okay? And then the other night was uh, the Sixers game where a fan just ran out of the stands and ran into the court and just all for him to hit a backboard and security tackled him immediately. And it was near Dwight Howard, as you know, he's looking at him. And you're in the zone of the game. And the player is in the game. You played really hard for either you're, you were a starter, you played all four quarters, or you just came in. Regardless of the fact, someone running from the stands to touch the net, to touch the backboard, and running around, and now you're banned. And then the, the one that got me, and, and, I feel, and I feel horrible about this one, is John Morant's uh, parents, when they were watching him, uh, play basketball and the verbal attacks that his parents got, his mother being called out uh, in an inappropriate name, his father being called some horrible, horrible uh, derogatory names while they're trying to enjoy the game, while they're cheering for their son. And of course, you know, and, and Russell Westbrook um, walking out with an injury and someone took it upon themselves to throw popcorn at him. And then, you know, he's injured, but all that adrenaline coming back and he wants to find the individual that did it. And Russell, unfortunately, has not, that, that wasn't his first incident. He's also had fans right there at the side, where I believe he was visiting, he was, in, he was uh, the part of the visiting team and had just some guy flip him off and then cuss him out and everything else and call him horrible names. And I, and I just don't understand, fans, what is it that... We've had a year off. We had a year off of sports, of any kind, of any kind. And whether you have the pleasure of having uh, season passes or somebody invited you to some really great seats, that sort of thing. Why take it that far? Why take it to the ultimate extreme? to cuss at a player, to flip off a player, to use derogatory language, to throw objects at a player. As Kevin Durant said when it came to, um, and this is before the Kyrie situation, when they, they were talking about Russ and the popcorn and everything else, he said, we're not animals in the zoo. So why are you throwing objects at us? And they're not. And that's where people take the extreme fandomonium way too far. And something has to be done where these players are protected. And once again, I'm going there and saying, yes, they are getting paid lots and lots of money. 
That is what they do and everything else. However, the players do not deserve the person that decides for a little 15 seconds of fame to have items thrown at them. I don't care what avenue of sports it is, whether it's your team losing, whether it's your team winning, whether it's a call that the ref made that you don't like. I've been at games where I don't like the calls made against my team. I don't like things that were said or, you know, the player didn't play well or the player that is you know, the, the doing well against my, the team that I'm cheering for, uh, you know, pretty much embarrassed my team. Never, ever, ever would I go and say, you know what? I'm going to take this $10 bottle of water and I'm just going to chuck it at them to show them how I feel. What kind of world are we living in? I, I don't get it. We need to protect these players and fans. We, you got to be fans. There's rules and regulations in every single stadium, arena, um, any, any kind of sports venue that you go to to see your favorite team play, your favorite, your favorite uh, tennis person go play, anywhere that you go, there's rules and regulations on how to behavior called code of conduct. If you're a parent, you wouldn't let your child run up and down the uh, grocery store. If you're going grocery shopping, you wouldn't let your child running up and down the grocery store knocking jars and things that are made of glass off of the shelves and let them do whatever they want to. Because guess what? At the, at the end of it all, the grocery people are going to give you the tab of how much your child broke. And you will have to pay for it. Just like all these ex-fans who are now promoted to just being at home and watching their teams on TV and no longer can go and enjoy them in person because they made a choice to say something derogatory, to throw objects, to run on the court, to show off their privilege and their prestige and be on TV wave at their fans and tell them, hey, I made it. Yeah, you made it to where you no longer are welcome in that arena anymore. So grateful for the security, jumping in on the ones that decide to uh, throw objects or run on the court and everything else. As for the, the people that want to verbally attack and uh, spit and, and all the other stuff, uh, hate has no place here. You know, hate has no place in sports, and we have to rise up to the occasion and be louder than ever when it comes to players, whether you cheer for them or not. At the, at, they are human. They are human. And so we need to speak up when it comes to people that are being treated that way. It's not, it's not right. We have, we have kids that are seeing this, and if you are not an ally of what is being, what is happening and what is being said and what is being done in the wrong way, then you basically are the person right next to them that is con um, giving permission to do those things. And you should turn in your fan card immediately. Immediately. What's the purpose of you being there if you're going to co-sign on hate? What's the purpose of you being there if you're going to co-sign on racism? 
What's the purpose of you being there if you think it is okay to verbally attack someone and call them something that they're not, to call them the N-word, to call them the B-word? What makes you think it's okay? So we need to stand up and make sure that we are, as real fans, as sports fans, as movie fans, as entertainment fans, we have to speak up and speak often about these things and, and, and be a support for, for these players and these teams the right way. So that's my little spiel on that. I'm, yeah, I'm just, I, I can't wait to be into, in, in a stadium going to my first baseball game this summer. Uh, I've never seen the Texas Rangers play live. They're playing my Detroit, Ly- Detroit Lions. Ooh, we... I'm ready for a fall to come for football too, but by Detroit Tigers. Uh, so I'm excited about that. So I look forward to it. There'll be no objects thrown for me whatsoever. I'm just there to enjoy it, enjoy the company with my, with my friends and, my, and, and those that are around me and just have a good time. So hopefully that is what we need to have since we haven't had live sports. Folks, go in to where you you're, you're, have the opportunity to watch your teams and watch uh, sports venues and just enjoy it to the fullest okay just just take your time enjoy it and have a good time no need for the craziness uh before i get out of here i just want to give a couple of shout outs uh, james madison dukes women's softball shout out to them i uh, wish i had like you know i gotta get one of those things that you know you can do an audience clap uh shout out to them they are going to the women's world series um for the very first time in school history uh, that is absolutely awesome. And I, I hope that they do well. Um, and, uh, it was exciting to see, uh, their, them make it to the, that far end. And I can't believe it's their first time. So, you know, shout out to them. Uh, they're making it happen. So, so applause, 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 and, and shout out to D nice. He just announced on his Instagram live. If you uh, we're, I know there's so many people that are fans of him and everything that he is, uh, performing along with some great friends at the Hollywood bowl. It is on August 29th. Uh, it's going to be an absolutely amazing time. He's going to be at the Hollywood bowl It's hosted by Chris Spencer and Donnie Wahlberg, who I swear never ages. It just looks amazing. Donnie Wahlberg being part of new kids on the block. Yes. I love that group. Do not make fun of me. Uh, the Isley Brothers, Common, Trey Songs, Sheila E., Deborah Cox, A. Marie, and I hope she releases new music because, girl, we ready. Uh, Carl Thomas, Erica Campbell, one half of Mary Mary. Um, it's it's going to be absolutely amazing. They're going to Donnie announced on uh, IG today. There's going to be some surprise guests from the East Coast, which I'm hoping you bring the rest of the new kids on the block and KOTB because. I'm going to be so excited about that. So I saw that uh, CQ fam, uh, everybody was in line this morning getting their tickets. So hopefully people did get their tickets uh, to the venue. So it's going to be a good time. D-Nice has entertained this for almost a year and a half. Uh, he's uh, introduced us to so many great artists, great songs, and definitely has kept us on the mental track for sure with some great music. So applause to Derek. Uh, and everything he's doing. So August 29th is going to be absolutely lit. So thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you are following me on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, 
I have merchandise now, so if you're interested, I got t-shirts available with the Heard That with Marisa Tigney logo. They are custom, one-of-a-kind. Pre-orders are going on right now until June 7th. I am so excited that this is happening, uh, that I have merch, and so it only goes up from there. Your girl is on the come-up, so uh, check it out on my Instagram page if you're interested. Inbox me or go to heardthatwithmarisa.com for more details and uh, I will shoot you away where you can, uh, the way you can pay, which is Venmo, Cash App, uh, Zelle, and I believe I said PayPal, but if not PayPal, one of those ways uh, that you can pay. And uh, it's, it's gonna be awesome. You get to rock the swag and you can show your support for this podcast, which I appreciate everybody that's been rocking with me since day one in August. So as I always end the show and I thank you tremendously, please make sure you follow me on YouTube as well. And uh, at the end of the show, I'll share with all my social media platforms where you can follow me and support. Take care, stay safe, y'all. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know, now you know. All you ever gotta say is, Heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that, heard that. Look, all you ever gotta say is, Heard that, heard that. Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at Lovely Marisa T, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know, now you know. All you ever gotta say is, Look, all you ever gotta say is, Heard that, heard that, heard that.